Let us turn our Bibles to the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. Verses 1 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 to 7. Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in Galilee of the Gentiles. Antwena mina nani dinkawa sazakaso otayamtima masiku wa makizana mulunga nanyo zesa dziko la Zebulon ni dziko la Naftali kuma kutsokuloku nodela lonsi la Galilea limene lidi dziko la antwa mitunduina kuyambila kunyanja ikuru mbali mwa yorodani atali sandu tsala ulemu. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the road of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noise of battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. Sapato for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Chifuko mwana watibadwira, mwana wa mamuna wapasidwa kwa ife. Ndipo ulamulilo uzakala papewa lake. Ndipo azamucha zina lake hudipungu, wodabwitsa. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. that is what Isaiah prophesied about 
Jesus. Oh, in verse number two is called a great light. It says there that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, meaning Jesus. It's talking about the darkness of struggle, afflictions, oppressions, and frustrations of life. The light there being turnarounds. A life of hope and confidence. In verse number six, he is called a child who is born. A son who is given. And about him, Isaiah says, among other things, that the government will be upon his shoulder. And I want to emphasize that Jesus is the ultimate solution to the predicament of mankind. When man sinned, God sent Jesus. Matthew 1 and verse 21. You shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus came to usher in a new system of government. He came as our perfect jubilee to rescue us from sin and satanic oppressions. And to usher us into what Apostle Paul calls the glorious liberty of the righteous. Isaiah says the government will be upon his shoulder. Government there signifies rulership. Dominion. Reigning. Being in total control. Isaiah is predicting in this passage that God the Father would place the responsibility of our liberty and destiny actualization on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. And Jesus proved that again and again in his earthly life and ministry. Let us quickly examine the governmental ministry of Jesus in his earthly life and ministry. Number one, he exercised dominion and authority over nature. He exercised dominion and authority 
of a nature. He showed us that he is the governor of nature. We can look at examples very quickly. Number one, he turned water into wine. John chapter 2 verses 1 to 11. He turned water into wine. Which is testimony of the fact that it doesn't matter your current state of affairs. Jesus, the emperor of the universe, has capacity to change your fortunes. If water can turn into wine, then a barren woman can become a fruitful mother of children. A beggar can become a rich person. I don't know where you are. I decree this hour. Receive your turnaround. Receive your turnaround. I said receive your turnaround. In the name of Jesus. Number two, he calmed the storm over the Sea of Galilee. He calmed the storm. He's a storm calmer. And so when he tells you, relax, you must know that he knows what he's talking about. Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. He had told his disciples, he said, let us cross over to the other side. Because we know that life has got sides. There is a bitter side and a better side. And Jesus is showing us that we can move and change sides. But the Bible says, when they started off at the instruction of the Lord to go to the other side of the sea, in verse number 37, a great windstorm arose. There are so many of us who embarked on journeys of life. Marito journey. It was all rosy when you started off. But somewhere along the way you encountered a great windstorm. The result was what? Drowning. Drowning maritally. Drowning financially. Drowning in business. I came to announce. Come rain or sunshine. You will reach your destination. You will reach your destination. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I will reach my destination. Mm. A great windstorm arose to say that you will not cross over. God has said it is a year of perfect jubilee. From glory to glory. But there are demons that are ganging up to frustrate that agenda in your life. But I came to announce those devils will never succeed. 
I read in my Bible that they shall surely gather, but not by me. Isaiah 54 verse 15. They will surely assemble. So their assembling is no news. Because it was already announced. He shouldn't come as a surprise. But he said, whoever gathers together against you shall fall for yourself. I decree right now, let them begin to fall. 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 In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. A great windstorm arose to stop them from crossing over to the other side. But in Mark chapter 5 and verse number 1, the Bible says that they arrived. They came to the other side. Mark 4 verse 35. Let us cross over to the other side. Let us cross over to the other side. Mark 5 verse 1. They came to the other side. What God has promised you shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. In 2024, it shall come to pass. All the days of your life, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Now Please, you believe that? Can I hear loud a shout of amen? Amen. You may be seated. We are looking at expressions of Jesus' governmental leadership in his earthly life and ministry. He exercised dominion and authority over nature. We saw it in how he turned water into wine. How he calmed the storm over the sea. Number three, in how he multiplied food. John 6 verses 1 to 12. How he multiplied five loaves of bread. And two fish. To feed about 5,000 men not counting women and children. Children of God, the God we serve is a multiplier. In Isaiah 51 and verse 2, the Bible says, look to your father Abraham and to Sarah who bore you. I called him alone and I blessed him and increased him. I increased him. Lift your right hand. May God increase you. I said may God increase you. Receive your career increase. Your business increase. Your financial increase. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout three times I receive my increase. I receive my increase. I receive my increase. I 
receive my increase. Look at Isaiah 9 and verse number 3. You have multiplied the nation and increased his joy. Says the government shall be on his shoulder. He's the one in charge. Therefore, he multiplies you and increases your joy. Beginning this hour, your joy has increased. I said your joy has increased. Your life is multiplied. Your testimonies are multiplied. Your victories are multiplied. Your breakthroughs are multiplied. If that is you, tell your neighbor, that is me. That is me. He exercised dominion and authority over nature. Number four, we see him the other day walking on water. In the middle of the night, walking on water. John 6, verses 19 to 21. We see him walking on water. Walking on water. Walking on water. Walking on water. Hallelujah. Amen. In this life, you can have a walk of dominion. If Jesus could walk on water, water that drowns people, water that kills people, Jesus walked on it. I decree this hour. What is killing people in our time, you shall walk on it. In the name of Jesus, I'm talking to you. You better shout a louder. Amen. Amen. What is tormenting others, you will subdue it. The Bible says a thousand may fall on your son. Ten thousand at your right hand. But here's the good news. It shall not come near you. Cancer shall not come near you. Premature death shall not come near you. Poverty shall not come near you. Rejection shall not come near you. Unemployment shall not come near you. Delay shall not come near you. In the name of Jesus. Your beloved shout amen three times. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Be seated. Be seated. We also see talking about his dominion over nature. Point number five. He cursed the fig tree and it dried up. He cursed the fig tree and it dried up. Proofs that Isaiah's prophecy was true. Government shall be on his shoulder. Rulership shall be on his own shoulder. Dominion. That is, he shall be the custodian of dominion. When the fig tree could not give him what he wanted, he cursed it. Mark chapter 11, verses 12 to 14, and verses 20 to 23. Mark chapter 11, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Verses 12 to 14, and verses 20 to 23. He 
caused the victory. In verse 20, verse 20, you see, Peter remembered. Peter My God, verse 20, now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. It tells you how God deals with situations and challenges. He goes to the foundation. He goes to the foundation. The roots. The roots. There are people listening to me that are dealing with issues. In this service, I mean right now, the roots of that condition have dried up. In the name of Jesus. Look at verse 21. Listen to this. Peter, remembering never forget the promises of God. Never forget what God has spoken to us concerning this, this year. Peter remembering. Peter remembering. Said to Jesus, Rabbi, behold, look. Come on. The fig tree which you caused has withered away. The meaning is what I curse in the name of Jesus will be what? Cursed. Right now concerning your life I cause stagnation. I cause rejection. I cause evil spirits. I cause evil covenants. Every curse that was released against you I scatter it in the name of Jesus Christ. I Good people, can I hear a louder shout of amen here? Amen. You may please be seated. Proofs, evidence of Christ's government leadership in his earthly life and ministry. Number two. He exercised dominion and authority over demonic powers. He exercised dominion and authority over demonic powers. Jesus was one man who cast out devils at will. Flashing out demons from people's lives was his bread and butter. And many times you read in the scriptures that he cast evil spirits with a word. He didn't do it the way it is being done in our time. That you are casting out a demon, just one for Eight hours. And even the demon will be saying, hey, stop, 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 stop. Stop, stop. Sing me a chorus. 
I like the one that says, If you can joy, come on, if you can joy, and you see deliverance ministers singing the song. The devil is alive. In Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 to 17. Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 to 17. The Bible says that he cast out the spirits, meaning evil spirits, with the word. He spoke words of power that jerked devils out of people's lives and destinies. As a custodian of government, rulership, dominion, lift your right hand. Every evil spirit that was assigned to suffocate your destiny, I curse it in the name of Jesus. In your workplace, I curse it in the name of Jesus. In your homes, I curse it in the name of Jesus. In your finances, I curse it in the name of Jesus. In your destiny, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Please hear me. In Luke 10 and verse 19, look at 10 verse 19. The master said, Behold, I give you the authority. The authority. The authority. To trample over scorpions and serpents. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. Every scorpion. Every serpent. Every power of the Seeking to injure you is destroyed in the name of Jesus. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. It's true. Dishonor. It's true. Dishonor. When we speak like this, God confirms it. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I decree this heart. Every evil spirit assigned to torment your life, to oppress your life, is roasted by fire right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Beloved brothers and sisters. We are not born again to suffer again. Every evil power. That was assigned to minister suffering in your life. Where you must succeed so easily. You struggle like nobody's business. I decree this. That yoke is broken. That chain is broken. That evil spirit is rusted. In the name of Jesus. People, can I hear louder shout of amen? Doors of advancement. Doors of advancement. In the name of Jesus. 
Somebody shout three times, I receive my open doors. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. You may please be seated. Number three. He exercised dominion and authority over physical infirmities and deformities. He exercised dominion. This Jesus, yes, I mean, the man on whose shoulder is government. Exercised dominion over physical infirmity and deformities. We see him opening blind eyes. Matthew 9, Matthew 9, verses 27 to 30. Matthew 9, Matthew 9, verse 27 to 30. We see him healing a man with a withered hand. Mark chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Mark chapter 3, Verses 1 to 6. We see him healing the deaf and the dumb. Yes, people with impediments of hearing and speech. Mark chapter 7. Verses 32 to 37. Mark chapter 7. Verses 32 to 37. I don't know what your deformity is. I don't know what your infirmity is. I came to let you know that Jesus heals all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Mark 4, 23. Matthew 9, 35. He heals all kinds of sickness. And this is Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 9, 35. Matthew 9, verse 35. He heals all kinds. Including your kind in case you are carrying one. All kinds of sickness. Cancer. Cancer. Tuberculosis. Fibroids. Arthritis. Arthritis. Yes. High blood pressure. PP. Skin disease. Therefore, I decree this out. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be loosed from your infirmity right now in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a story in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 13. Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 13. Now, he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. 18 years. Look at what the Jichewa version is saying. 
Mene munali mzima ya menali ndi mzimu oipa Umeneuna mduwalitsa zaka 18 The evil spirit made her sick for 18 years Mzimu oipa unampangisa ye kuduwala kwa zaka 18 Behind that sickness is an evil spirit Kuseli kwa ntenda hija kuli mzimu oipa that should explain why some of you, when you went to the hospital, the doctor said, we are not finding anything wrong with you, and yet you felt sick. Because the doctor's machine cannot detect a demon. A machine like that is yet to be invented. I therefore decree this hour that evil spirit responsible for your sickness is cast out in the name of Jesus. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. Before long, you will discover you are no longer having that condition. In the name of Jesus Christ. We also see scripturally. Number four. That Jesus. Exercised authority over death. He exercised dominion over death. And he delivered his people from the torments of death. I like the story of nine. And this story is very dear to me because that is the passage. I preached from for the first time in my life ever. Mm. On 10th of November, 1991. Ask your neighbor, where were you then? <laughs> Tenth of November. November. I preached from that message. From that, that, from that person. A widow. Lost her only son. But Jesus. Brought him back to life. I was preaching. On 10th of November. The night into... 11th of November 1991 my father died and people said this boy is a prophet he was talking about Umasie and he has become Umasie overnight there must be, there must be this, this boy must be a prophet <laughs> 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I decree this out. You shall not die before your time. And please. What God has for you to do in this life requires you to have long life. Because some of you, it's now that you are beginning to understand the real purpose of your life. So is it this time that you should die? Mm, mm. No, sir. Mm, mm, mm. No, sir. Aye. I therefore announce this hour the cruelty of death against you and your family is destroyed in the name of Jesus. It's destroyed in the name of Jesus. It's destroyed in the name of Jesus. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear loud a shout of amen here? Look at your Bible. In Hebrews chapter 2. Verses 14 to 15. The Bible says. In as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood. He himself likewise shared in the same. That through death. That through death. That through death. He might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Because bondage. The fear of death brings bondage or is a bondage. No. Okay. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand. I decree this out. The same God who delivered the likes of David from the pangs of death is destroying the snares of death against you, against this church, against our families, in the name of Jesus. If that is you, can I hear a louder shout of amen? Amen. And Jesus, Dwarfed death. When he rose from the dead. The Bible says death could not hold him down. 
death could not hold Jesus down. And on the third day, you know the drama of Matthew 28 verses 1 to 5? The Bible says that after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to the Tomb of Jesus. And behold, there was a great earthquake. Somebody shout power. Power. Say it louder. Power. Power. May God dismantle your enemies with his earthquakes. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says now, can I have the verse? There was a great earthquake. What was the genesis of this earthquake? The Bible says, an angel of the Lord descended from heaven. I decree this hour that in this year of perfect jubilee, you will enjoy angelic ministrations. In the name of Jesus, what man cannot bring you, angels shall bring it. Angels shall bring it. Angels shall bring it. Angels shall bring it. In the mighty name of Jesus. The verse. And came. The angel came. Come on. And rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. Everything that was sitting on you from today you shall sit on it. I said you shall sit on it. I said you shall sit on it. I said you shall sit on it. In <laughs> you remember the story of Mark 2 verses 1 to 11 how four men stretch out their friend to the meeting of Jesus but Jesus spoke to him in Mark 2 11 put it there please Mark 2 11 he said to him arise Take up your bed. The bed that was carrying you begin to carry it. Any power that was driving your life crazy. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I curse that power in the name of Jesus. Good people shout amen three times here. In this Lilongwe, in this Malawi, you will never enjoy life. That power is broken. I really 
the name of Jesus. I release life in the name of Jesus. I release life in the name of Jesus. Life in abundance. Life that is more than enough. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I receive life, I receive life. I receive life. Now hear this. Sit down. Let me give you deeper meanings of this word, death. Death means silence. And silence there means the absence of news. The absence of rejoicing because there is nothing to talk about. Where a young lady starts the year, January, January, February, February, all the way to July, and then September, then December. She is of maritable age, but no one is interested in her the whole year. Death, silence. That is what I call death. Silence. Number two, death means cessation of that which is good. There is something you used to enjoy. It is no longer there. Your soul's marital bliss, but today there is marital struggle. That is a form of death. Number three. Death means stillness. Non-achievement, non-progress, no advancement. If you see a dead man walking, he was not dead. You leave him here, come after three weeks, you will find him dead. That's a dead man. And some of you, your businesses, your careers have been turned into dead entities. But I came to announce, let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life. Marital life. Financial life. Career life. Business life. In the name of Jesus. And may you have it in abundance. In abundance. In abundance. In abundance. In abundance. Any aspect of your life that death had targeted, I decree this hour. Let there be turnarounds. 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 In the name of Jesus. People shout amen five times. One. Amen. Two. Therefore, as you lift your right hand, receive grace for abandoned life. Receive grace for abandoned life. In your workplaces, in your families, in your businesses, in your homes, receive grace for abandoned life. 
Please be seated. Jesus yes. rose on the third day to signify dominion and mastery of death. Now, he showed the devil that he is in charge. When Peter says, when Jesus died, he went to Hades, where he confronted the devil and said, boy, give me the keys. And I see that creature shaking. Can you also come here? Jesus entered hell and came out with keys. So in Revelation 1.18, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 18, he says, I am he who lives and was dead, but behold, I am alive this time forevermore. And I have the keys. Please, it is time to transact with those that have got keys. Don't look for keyless, keyless fellows. To be keyless is to be clueless. Jesus says, come to me because I am the possessor of keys. And in this Revelation 1.18, he says, I have the keys of hardness and of death. But we also know in Matthew 16.19. Matthew 16.19. Look at this. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Jesus has got all keys. Keys of Hades. He has a bunch of it. And then keys of death. And then keys of the kingdom of heaven. He's an all-rounder, meaning there is no challenge he cannot sort out in your life. And today, that challenge is dropping off your life. In that name of Jesus Somebody listening to me, as you go back to your office tomorrow, you will find out that your enemies are finished. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm talking to somebody here. Can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, sit down. Let, let's do this. I want us to appreciate this. I want us to appreciate this.
Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 15 to 23. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith, I'll read quickly, in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the sins, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And there are specific things I'm praying about concerning you that the God of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand far above here this old principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come now hear this now listen it's talking about what the father did to this Jesus that when he died the father exerted power that raised Christ literally flashing Christ out of the grave give me verse 20 the power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and then he pulled him up that is why we talk about his ascension a story that is well captured in Acts chapter 1 isn't it mm-hmm. verses 9 to 12 they saw him ascending from the Mount of Olives a power took him out of the grave and raised him and sat him at the Father's right hand, the Bible says, in the heavenly places. How far are these heavenly places? The Bible says, these heavenly places are far above. Far above open principality and power and might and dominion. Jesus sits above dominions, thrones, powers, and principalities. The government shall be on his shoulder. You are a lawyer, you can tell us more because I've seen like in parliament, mm-hmm. there is a guy who carries mm-hmm. a rod. Mm-hmm. Is it a rod? Yes. Have you seen that fellow? Mm-hmm. And 
He walks very majestic. That, that, that is not his normal move. Meet him in Kawale. You will see that he, he walks anyhow. But when he is carrying that road, is it making sense? And the Bible says, God has blessed the road of authority, the government on the shoulder of Jesus. Your shoulder is your body. Huh? You have a head, a neck, and then a shoulder. So the shoulder is part of your body. Are we on the same page? Now hear this. Let's look at it. Come on. Media. Verse 22. Now listen. He says, after he sat Jesus at the right hand of his throne, the same God the Father put all things under Jesus' feet. Not only that, he gave him to be head over all things. Now here's the amazing part. To the church. Jesus, yes, was given headship, government over all things to the church, meaning on the behalf of the church for the enjoyment of the church. My friend, give me verse 23. Now, here it is. What is this church? His body. And your shoulder is part of your body. body. So when Isaiah says, the government shall be on his shoulder. And the church is the body of Jesus. Then the government is resting on the, the church. church. Walk to five people and tell them that I am the one in charge. I am the one in charge. I am the one in charge. Not curses, not evil spirits, not evil covenants. But I am the one in charge. I cannot be a victim, I can only be a victor. I am the one in charge. Tell three people, you are the one in charge. Is it making sense? Yes. That means you can tell the devil to shut up. Practice it as you enter your house from here. 
Just as you enter by the door, tell that devil that I am the one in charge here. Poverty is not needed here. Stagnation is not welcome here. My real struggle is not part of this house. And so shall it be. I said, and so shall it be. Listen, sit down, let me manage my time. Now listen. Authority or call it dominion that is not exercised is useless dominion. God told me as we were entering this year that as a church we have entered what he is calling governmental phase. You know, a couple of times in the past, my father has told me to say, please decree things, decree things, decree things. You know, but you know, sometimes you may hear it, but you don't get it. You don't appreciate what is being said because probably you are lacking some level of understanding. But I believe that what he meant was exercise your dominion. Exercise your governmental authority. Because kings rule by decree. Not by consensus. Any king that rules by consensus and committee resolution is not a king. He's not a king, he's a chairman. There's a difference between a chairman and a king. I remember during the Kamuzu era, I think I was in primary school there There was a decree, from the presidency that teachers from the north must go to the north. And northerners, teachers, northerners that were in the central and south, they trekked, migrated to the north. That is what we call decree. And if you know of a king whose decrees are not taken, he's not a king, he has lost his kingship. He has lost his kingship. Is it not written in your Bible that in the New Testament you and I we are Kings and priests. Who are we? Kings and priests. 
Ask your neighbor, who are you? Tell them I am a king and a priest. I carry double grace and double anointing. Depending on how you deal with me, I will deal with you as a king. Mm -hmm. Or I can deal with you as a priest. If you touch me in a way that <laughs> legitimizes my exercising the kingship anointing, you will not leave. Because kings rule by decree. I can say, die by fire. You go. No matter how healthy you are. Mm? You remember the story of Second Kings chapter 1? Elijah said to a captain of 50 soldiers. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you. And immediately, fire came down and 50 soldiers plus their captain kings. 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 You know what Jesus told you? Matthew 10, 16. Be as wise as a serpent. And as innocent as a dove. So every child of God is double-natured. Dove. Snake. Dove. Snake. Joker. Mm? Mm -hmm. What is the most dangerous snake? Huh? Cobra? Are you sure? Or is that the one you know? <laughs> okay. Let, let's, let's believe that it's cobra. <laughs> huh? Uh -huh. Black mamba. So can you imagine that your, I don't know what has come on you and then you meet black mamba. And you say, <laughs> with your bare foot. You, 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 you have lost life. Because the moment it strikes, its blackness will appear on your leg. Your leg will be as black as charcoal. And that will be the end of you. Today, anyone who will lift his finger to make your life miserable shall drop dead. In the name of Jesus. This year, 
anyone who shall try to injure you shall injure himself. I said he shall injure himself. Anyone who shall ever fight against his church, the rock of ages shall crush him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now sit down. Please. Listen. I don't know how I went that far, but I want you to hear this. Authority must be enforced. That is why in every civilized nation, there is what we call the police service. And other, hear this, law enforcement agents. LEAs. Law enforcement agents. Because law that is not being enforced is as good as not having it. So as a church, and as children of God, how can we enforce our governmental leadership? Our governmental authority, what instruments has God given us? Please, can we pick five very quickly before we... Take the Holy Communion. Number one. Soul winning. Christ must reign in the hearts of men through the ministry of evangelism. And that will be the primary way of enforcing our government. Making sure that Christ is in the hearts of men. And that is only possible when we win souls. When we challenge people to receive salvation found only in Jesus. So don't be surprised that as a church, we emphasize on soul winning. And we want everyone to be involved in this business. Because Christ cannot rule in the hearts of men unless they receive him as their Lord and personal Savior. It's a quick listing. Number two. Please, or oh, maybe before I move to number two, you see... In Romans 1.16, the Bible says that the gospel is the power of God that changes lives. It says it brings men to salvation. That word salvation means change from within. Change is not real change unless it is change from the inside. 
The government is talking about change of mindset. But it begins with receiving Jesus. Take Jesus out from any kind of initiative. That initiative can never work. And that's the dilemma of nations and ethnic governments because they don't want to have anything to do with Jesus. Number two, the ministry of prayer. We enforce our governmental authority through the ministry of needs. Prayer. Prayer. Through prayer. We can change governments. Through prayer. We can subdue systems. Through prayer. We can reverse situations. Through prayer. We can reverse decisions. Through prayer. Through prayer, we can remove people from authority and enthrone others. So if you fight against me, for example, I will not talk with you. I will talk to God about you in prayers and he will finish you. Is it making sense? Mm. Tell your neighbor, I'm too dangerous. You better handle me kindly. Is it making sense? Mm. Reinhard Bonke defined what prayer is. Reinhard Bonke, that's what was it? I would even pray or is it Miles Munro, one of them? He said, it is an, a, a comprehensive math purpose weapon given man by God for buoyant living. A math is a comprehensive math purpose weapon. Prayer can give you a husband. Prayer can give you a promotion. Prayer can give you scholarship. Prayer can release power and anointing upon your life. Prayer can grow a church. Prayer can change your children. Prayer. Don't joke with prayer. Please appreciate it when Paul says, pray without season. Because everything depends on it. Kenneth Copeland said, prayer is the foundation of every success. Even if it was not true, when such men are speaking like this, you better believe it. Because the man has given out over 20 aircrafts. Mm -hmm. Given out how many? Over 20. I didn't say tricycles. I said aircrafts. 
Say, ah, you don't have? Okay, take this. You? Ah, take it. I'm not talking about eggs. Aircrafts. And the man is saying, prayer. I read it in his book. It's not just, it's not that somebody, to, I read it with my eyes I said, wow. That wow. Prayer is the foundation of every success. He's telling you that my success is born from the prayer platform. So don't be surprised that we are insisting on prayer. Because prayer is a divine platform for divine manifestations. Jeremiah 33 verse number 3. Call to me and I will answer you. That is not to pray is to place yourself where God cannot reach you with his assistance. Call to me and I will answer and then I will show. Can I have the verse please? I will show. I will show. I will show. So the place of prayer is a place of show. Is a place of what? Show. 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 When you pray, your husband will show up. Your promotion will show up. Your scholarship will show up. Because the place of prayer is a place of what? Show. It's a place of demonstration. It's a place of manifestation. Right now, receive the spirit of prayer. Receive hunger and thirst for prayer. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So from today, talk less to people, talk more to God. You have been talking to people about your boss. What has changed? This time, talk to God about your boss. Let's see what will happen by April. Anyone who vowed that you will not have it well, I decree with a vow from this altar they shall go down in the name of Jesus is it making sense yes you are going to have it the way you want it Whisper that to three people. Whisper it. You shall have it the way you want it. You shall have it the way you want it. Because the government is on your shoulder. Being that you are part of the church. Which is the body of Jesus. The custodian of all governmental leadership. Sit down, number three. 
Listen to this. This is for pastors, church leaders, and ministers. Listen. Number three. The ministry of healing, deliverance, and miracles. Nothing humiliates the wicked like the presence of miracles. The ministry of healing. Deliverance. Any church that says there is no deliverance is a sick ministry. And I've seen some of them on TV. They say there is no deliverance. Eh? Mm. When you read their books, there's mm. no deliverance. You will see him on TV praying for someone. You foul devil, come out. Ah. Isn't that deliverance? So let's not play with semantics. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus made a statement. Yes, I don't know. Is that Luke eleven twenty? You check it for me, but Luke chapter eleven. He said, Adati. My God. He said, if I cast out demons, I then you must know that the kingdom of God has come. When I cast out what? Demons. That is why we will not stop casting out demons. They don't tell me that drunkards were only there in the time of Jesus. There are no more drunkards. Do you think we have no more people that need deliverance? No, no, I'm asking you pastors, ministers. Huh? And some of them, you have them in your home. And maybe you have left some of them as we are coming to church. Your own son told you that no, 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 mommy, I don't feel like going to church. He's speaking the English he acquired on your fees. I don't feel like going to church. Come on, we need to cast out a demon from that family. I decree this hour. Every tormenting power against your destiny is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Can I tell you the truth? The devil is regretting that you are part of this service. And because he couldn't stop you from coming, he will not stop you from enjoying life. He will not stop you from changing levels. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am talking to you, friend. Can I hear a lot of shout of amen here? Amen. Sit down. What is deliverance? Simply put, Deliverance does not always mean taking a demon out. No. Deliverance simply means separating with that which is a bother to you. Separating with that which is a torment. And 
it does not always involve the casting out of an evil spirit where somebody has to vomit. No. If somebody has not vomited, we even grab them by the neck. Somehow they must vomit. <laughs> That's kindergarten deliverance. What if there is nothing to vomit? It's not deliverance. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of us must minister healing to people around us. It's part of our governmental exercise. We must de minister deliverance. And we must believe God for miracles. Ministry without miracles equals misery. It's not ministry, that's misery. Ministry without testimonies Huh? Think of that fellow who said that he had a dream. In the dream, we met and I showed him Isaiah 61 verse 7 pointing my finger on that. That for your shame, you are receiving what kind of honor? Double. Double honor. And he was giving you debts here. 8 January, he received this consultancy. He applied for in August. And then, now, and then two companies are now saying, no, no, no. You want him? We also want him. Let's go into an MOU. Uh-huh. You mean such a man will not invite his friends here? He will invite his friends. Yes, you invite them. And if you came today because you were invited, stand up. If you came today because you were in, somebody invited you, just stand where you are. 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 Or if you are here for the first time, stand, stand, stand. God is moving here. I want to pray for his move in your life. In seven days, the God of this church will give you a surprise testimony. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 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 One of the things that we enjoy here is divine speed by divine push. You've been here struggling. You know, I don't know whether you've seen this, uh, uh, this 
in some of the proper shopping malls. Shopping mall I mean proper shopping malls. Shopping mall Not where you just go and buy groceries and but there will be entertainment units for children. So there will be a horse. It's, it's, it's not making any progress. But it will be like this. And you, 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 you just put a coin and then your child will be on, on the top of the horse. And the child will be sweating. Will be saying, Mommy, wow! Wow! Then and and then it will stop. Because you need another coin. You put another coin. And some of you, that's how your businesses have been. You are putting in more capital. But you are on the same spot. That you are sweating does not mean you are progressing. You are just like this. And eventually, by the grace of God, you have come to this house. So in this house, we have a God who pushes people forward. And today, receive your push. Receive your push. Receive your push. Receive your push. You are going forward. I said you are going forward. Financially, maritally, in your workplace, in your building projects, in your farming business, in the works of your hands. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Walk to seven people. Tell them go forward. Go forward. Go. Go forward. You are not stopping. You are not remaining on the same spot. Go. Go. Somebody shout, I'm on the go. I am on the go. I am on the go. I am on the go. I like. Hebrews 11:5. Hebrews 11:5. By faith. Enoch was taken away. So much that he was not found. They shall look for you among strugglers. Among the sick. Among the stagnated. Among the rejected. Among the dejected. They will not find you. I said they will not find you. They will not find you. They will not find you. Because the Lord has taken you away. Ay, ay, ay. That fellow who is supposed to marry you and has been dealing, darling, I feel sorry for him because the time he will come looking for you, he will be told, she's not here. She has been taken. Okay, sit down. Now hear this. Number four. How do we enforce our government authority? Because God is saying we have entered 
our government face. Number four. Listen to this. Number four is occupation of policy stroke decision making positions and the exercise of godly or um, the exercise of godliness on the same kutenga maudindo amene akale akula kulu olamulira ndumatsukure azochitika komaso konetsera olamuliro maudindo amene olamulungu Occupation of policy struck decision making positions and the exercise of godliness on the same or in the same government authority. The occupation of policy struck decision making positions. But that's not enough. But you add the exercise of godliness to it, having occupied the position. Because We've seen some misguided children of God occupying such positions and they are number one corruptors. That's not what we are saying. We are talking about the occupation of strategic positions in our communities. At community level, at village level, at corporate level, mm. uh, workplace level, all levels. Like my esteemed brother there, stand up. You are a group village headman. Yes? Yeah. And he is a member of the press team. Some of you may be saying, ah, ah, ah. Ah. That's why you are leaving chieftains to witches and wizards. Is it making sense here? Mm. I'm happy when my children are becoming chief executives. Country directors, director. heads of department. Ask them, what are you directing? I hope you are not saying, I am the director of my kitchen. That's, that's where I rule. I direct kitchen units. As many of us that can manage, let us vie for strategic positions in the corporate world. The church of God will be rubbished 
if all of us are small entities. We need to have certain people in the church. If need be, who can pick a call. And they are calling the head of state. Your Excellencies are President. Good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we need to meet you, sir, with our pastor. But if we are all small boys, we'll just be singing under trees. If <laughs> Tell your neighbor, no! 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 I. No! I. No! I. I. No! I. No! So like me, if I wanted, there are many people that I can call. It's only that I, I, I don't. I mean, mm. There are many people. Yes. Yes. There are many people that I can pick by call. My phone. My phone. My phone. Amen. Amen. You. Inuyo. Inuyo. You need to rise. Begin. I'm now launching you into aspiring for strategic positions in our economy. So there are certain jobs in the newspapers, just look at them, they are not yours. Senior clerk. Leave it. But when you see chief executive, apply for it. Even if they don't shortlist you, they will have it in the record that you were one of the applicants. Oh yes. And who knows? That was done. With the kind of grace that is existent here. When you apply, anything can happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's true. This one. And never look down upon yourself. No. I. No. I. When the opportunity arises, take it. Take it. That is why, please, my children, sons and daughters of the house, whenever you have an opportunity to speak at a function, business meetings or whatever, or a conference of professionals, could be an ICAM conference, for example, or a conference of HR practitioners, Please prepare well and impress. Impress, articulate now, speak all kinds of English you can speak. And uh, just make sure you have prayed. Your, you, let everyone 
be intoxicated with the Holy Ghost so that when, when, when they hear you speak, it's like, wow, the words are too sweet. Hey. Oh, yes. Is it making sense? Oh, yes. I'm not joking. Oh. Because it is from such platforms that somebody will begin to talk about you. You mean you are looking for who? Chief accountant. Chief accountant. There is this lady who spoke at our conference. Let me ask James. I don't know if he, he got the number of, of, of this lady. And then you, from that is why people have said, I didn't apply. I just received an email that I should send my CV. Yes. From today, may people you don't know be impressed with your skills. In the name of Jesus Christ. And may your name be presented to authorities for appointments to higher positions. In the name of Jesus. Good people shout amen three times here. believe, dear brothers and sisters, you may be seated, men and women of God, that the church must be strategic and intentional in encouraging the saints to upgrade themselves and vie for strategic positions in society. And if there is opportunity to be known, don't hide, be known. Make yourself known. That is what the relatives of Jesus told him. Why are you hiding? Come out. Tell the neighbor, come out. Don't be someone when they give you an opportunity to present a paper. You say, uh, Okay, nevertheless, <laughs> how can you start your presentation with nevertheless? <laughs> Are you starting with conclusion or introduction? Lift your right hand. I release upon you the spirit of excellence, the spirit of greatness, and the spirit of distinction. In the name of Jesus. And I announce doors of opportunity are open unto you. Opportunity to occupy high positions. In the name of Jesus. Soon and very soon. We are going to have in this church a large company of chief executives, country directors, heads of institutions, heads of departments. In the name of Jesus. People, can I hear a lot of shout of amen here? 
rising in business. You are rising in the corporate world. You are rising in social services. You are rising in politics. You are rising in the civil service. You are rising, you are rising in the financial services industry. You are rising in your family. You are rising in sports. You are rising in entertainment. You are rising in fashion. Do you know some of you must be in the world of fashion and design? Don't be ashamed if you want to be in fashion and design. Have you seen those ladies and gentlemen that will be models? Mm. They do modeling. Mm. Yes. And they will be walking and an audience will be seated. Then, uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Next time I want to see you there. Don't just speak in tongues for nothing. I declare your rise. 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 In the name of Jesus. Lastly, sit down. Channels of governmental authority. Number five. This is highly spiritual. Number five. Bold declarations of faith. Both at individual and corporate levels. The ministry of speaking forth God's word in the name of the Lord. Bold declarations of faith. Bold declarations of faith. Both at individual and corporate levels. In the order of Job 22 verse 28. Job 22 Matthew 21 and verse 21. Give it to me. Mm. Matthew 21 and verse 21. Maybe, 21. maybe I should read that one. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Should I come again on the verses? Mm -hmm. Job 22 verse 28. Job 22 verse 28. Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Verses 1 to 31. Verse 1 to 31. Job 22, 28. Job 22, verse 28. Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Verses 1 to 31. Verse 1, verse 31. Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37. Verses 1 to 14. Verse 1, verse 14. Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37. Verses 1 to 14. Verse 1, verse 14. And then we are now reading Matthew 21. Matthew 21. Verse 21. Verse 21. Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith. 
You see, at that point, faith was a matter of if. But today, in Christ Jesus, it is a given fact that I have faith. It's no longer a matter of if. If you have faith and you do not doubt, and it divorce. You will not only do what was done to the victory, but also, if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. The key is what? Faith. 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 That is why we are calling them bored declarations of faith. Acts 14.3 Acts chapter 14 and verse number 3. The Bible says they stayed there a long time. Now hear this. Speaking Boldly in the Lord. Speaking boldly in the Lord. And when they spoke like this, the Bible says the Lord bore witness by granting them signs and wonders. Bold declarations of faith. At individual level. Careful what you say. Because what you say is what you will eventually see. You have had prayer sessions. It is time to also have speaking sessions. Sit down with the Bible, arrange the scriptures and begin to confess them into reality in your life. Your child is not performing in school. Speak words of power. Excellence. Turn around. My child is a head and not a tail. My daughter is not permitted to be number last. No, I, you speak. These are the things to sweat for, not what you have been sweating about. Husband is not talking to you, you are sweating. Come on. Sweat around what I'm saying. Don't sweat around nonsense. Is it making sense here? Mm. In your homes, don't just kiss one another. Speak boldly. This family is changing levels. We are moving forward. No, we are not candidates for stagnation. We are advancing. The same God who advanced Moses and Aaron is advancing my wife and I. You speak. Bold 
I'm talking to you. Can I hear you loud and shout? Amen. Amen. Rise on your feet.